Paradise is committed to offering high-quality visual and performing art opportunities for Faribault and our region. Regular events spotlight some of the best artists and musicians in our area and throughout Minnesota and the Upper Midwest. Our beautifully restored facility includes art galleries, classrooms, clay and textile labs, a gift shop and rehearsal spaces, in addition to a 300-seat auditorium. Visit ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org for a full schedule of events or call our box office at 507-332-7372. Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist, is brought to you by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts. And now, Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. Good morning, this is Paula Granquist, and you're tuned in to Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. Thanks for tuning into the show that celebrates all things creating and stories. We're going to set the mood today with just a tiny sampler from the fabulous Neil Young. He has a new album coming out, which is kind of amazing. It is um, due out. It's called Before and After. It's due out on the 8th of December of 2023. This is just a little snippet of Before and After Part 1. So we're going to just... Sorry about that. Let's listen to uh, Neil Young. Nope. You know what? We've got the uh, another. Oh, 
folks, that was Before and After Part 1, the fabulous Neil Young. He's going to set the stage for us today as we get together on Arts Any Radio to talk about all things music. This is a, a show dedicated to the joy of music. And what is better than the combo of live music and local artists? We are going to talk about that this week. There are three concerts we're going to highlight on Arts Any Radio today. So there's no time to talk now. We've got to get to the music, the stories, and the celebrating. So let's go. Let's go get that joy. Today in the Arts Any Radio studios, I mentioned we're going to celebrate music by featuring three local upcoming concerts. First, we'll highlight the Northfield musicians perform the songs of Neil Young, a benefit concert for the Northfield Fine Arts Boosters. And then in between segments, we'll highlight the Sheldon Theater Brass Band with details about the upcoming concert, Holiday Brass, with a sample song. And then next, the Vintage Band Festival supporters will preview the Tuba Christmas 2023 and introduce the VBF Fund. So it's a full-packed show. Can't wait to get you all started and uh, enjoying this music today as we look out on this almost... Thanksgiving week, and I hope that that is something that you're getting ready for, but music makes good company, I think, when you're cooking. So let's talk about this. I want to welcome to the studio Kristen Twitchell, who is the on the board of the Northfield Fine Arts Boosters. Welcome to Arts Any Radio. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's a thrill to have you back. This is an exciting time because this is um, how many years have they been doing these uh, con- concerts of benefits? I think it's this is the fourth one that I'm aware of. They may have done it previous, but they've kind of been in every other year, but we get a special with back-to-back ones. Uh, that was, I, I know, I was delighted to hear that. And also joining us in the studio is Marin Coudre. Welcome. Hi, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. And Iris Harmonlink. Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank you for being here. I feel I, I, your name sounds familiar, so I feel like yeah, I was on Art Zany before. Do you remember what the show was that you were? Yeah, it was Rock and Roll Revival. Oh yeah. gosh, which is another thing that's upcoming in the spring. They're already starting those auditions and getting everybody organized for that. So there's a lot of music happening in our community. This concert is happening on. Um, the Saturday the 18th so that is like this weekend tomorrow evening tomorrow evening oh my goodness I guess I, I looked at the date and thought oh it's a long ways away but it's already the 17th so it's happening and this is um at the Armory Square Event Center which is right on Division Street right down at the end at 519 Division Street tickets at the door so you don't have to get them in advance Correct, and it's just a suggested donation of $15, but we want people to come in and enjoy the show, so pay what you're able. Good. Everyone is welcome. That's always an, a great thing. And I, I, last year was John Prine, and that was I didn't know all that music, and I didn't know all the musicians in our town, but the talent was just – it was a phenomenal evening from you know great music, good stories, great talent, just a lot of fun. And so this is another one that's put together – to help the um, Northfield Fine Arts Boosters. Um, first, though, let's get to know a little bit about everybody. Let's start over here with Iris to tell us a little bit about your connections to the arts in the community and um, you know why you value the arts and why this is important. Yeah, so in high school, I was a, and middle school, and I guess fifth grade, I was a band kid. And so that was a big part of my growing up into music and sort of the connection into rock and roll, which was in the connection of being on this show and then sort of 
continuing to learn more instruments. And then I also am really into studio art, which is a big thing with NFAB because they use a lot of their funds for new materials and just like new things for art. And yeah, I think growing up in a school district that really values music and art, I was able to figure out that was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So now I'm majoring in studio art at St. Olaf and it's really important to me. I think that, yeah, that's well said because it's not every community that has all of these opportunities or has a fine arts booster, which I think is a really um, fabulous thing to have because there's, um, it's such an important aspect of, you know, being a human and uh, having those opportunities at a young age, you can start those things that you can last a lifetime. So I'm thrilled you're doing studio arts. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have other opportunities to visit. Thank you for being here again. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Marn, let's hear a little bit about your arts connections. Um, So I feel like I've been most influenced by my art teachers because the art teachers from the time I was in elementary school have just been so supportive of like anyone, anyone's like creative journey. Um, and actually, I plan to study studio art and education, so I guess that speaks to how much of an influence they've had on me. Um, as well as I used to be in orchestra, um, which I stopped just like during COVID because it was COVID. It was <laughs> a little different to play on yeah, Zoom. <laughs> it was. And um, I played bass there, and uh, the Fine Arts Booster helps uh, sponsor the Instruments for All program where I was able to use a bass from the school so I didn't have to buy one for thousands of dollars. Yeah, that would make it inaccessible for a lot of people and to, to not have that. And sometimes if you don't have the bass, yeah. you're kind of missing missing a lot of the, the song. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much... Oh, also Rock and Roll Revival, of course, um, has just helped me be connected to like other musicians and artists my age, like Iris, I know from rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's helped me create so many connections with other artists, which really helps you grow. I think that's that's a wonderful story, and and there's a, a lot of those in our community, and this is a, a production um, that includes members of all ages from our community. Yes, and it's really awesome to just have so many musicians willing to come together to support us. I mean, they're volunteering their time, and a lot of people forget there isn't just the concert time. There's all the rehearsal time in the background and setup time. And so I just really appreciate, and the community appreciates that these folks are willing to kind of step up and support NFAB and our young artists. Yeah, and so folks that aren't familiar with some of the projects that they do, what are the kinds of things that that NFAB does to support our um, artists at the Northfield School District? So Iris mentioned some of that, or Maren, some of the visual art stuff. Last year we purchased drawing racks because when you're thinking of some of those paintings, there's a special way they need to dry for the elementary age kids. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name. They're like where you can move things around within the arts programs or like with your hands. So Mm. kind of just getting kind of building up hand strength and um oh what an interesting aspect of being an artist I wouldn't think about that but especially for younger students who you know that dexterity and and having that flexibility and that strength yeah and Uh, what a great great thing we got ukuleles for one of the elementary schools because that's a really easy instrument to start learning on this year for the middle schoolers we've uh, helped them purchase some additional more culturally diverse music uh with the High school band brought in a composer so they could work on doing an original piece with the composer. 
supporting some of the music festivals. So it's just a variety over the years. It's theater, it's visual arts, obviously choir. So we really try and kind of hit the breadth of the different kinds of arts that you can find in Northfield in all the ages. So it's elementary all the way through high school. That's very exciting. It's a, a fabulous program. I'm wondering about this particular concert was Neil Young and um, you're in high school, you're in college. What were your connections or ideas of his music prior to connecting with this show? Did, was that an artist that you were familiar with, or did you have to kind of look up some of his songs and see what he had out there? Iris, we'll start with you. For me, I grew up listening to Neil Young, and also, like, I'm a very big fan of Joni Mitchell, and I feel like they're very, like, similar. Of and, the same, yeah, yeah. era. And so I was really excited when I found out you were doing Neil Young because, I don't know, it's just the music that I grew up with and it feels very nostalgic and I think it's really important for me to listen to it right now as I'm going through such a big change by going into college. Mm -hmm. It just reminds me of like growing up and looking back on that sort of thing. And uh, for you, Marin, was that a, a familiar artist that had been a part of your growing up? Um, yes, just because my dad's so into music, so he's always just playing uh, songs from old dudes. We, sh we should mention Ray Coudre is oh, your yeah. dad. And there he may is. be a few folks out there who know your dad. He does amazing <laughs> work in the community with musicians and sound and bands and just, um, and, and he donates a lot of his time to some of these efforts. So he probably was a pretty positive influence on you when it comes to music. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then, um... I mean, I didn't know, like, much of the, or many of his songs by heart, just because, like, there's so many, it's not really possible. Um, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, but I've picked the one that I really do know, which is Harvest Moon, um, just because I don't know why I know it. I just somehow did, and my dad asked me, and I was like, I'll play that one. And so are you two performing together? Yeah, yeah. we're both we're uh, playing together. We have two songs, so I'm singing Old Man and then Marlon oh, singing Harvest I, I can Moon. just, like, as soon as you said the title, the, the track just kind of went, uh, you know, it's it's like, just you just hear it, right? It's it's such a iconic song. That's That's got to be fun. And and how, tell me how the uh, program works, because you're, like uh, Kristen said, you're volunteering your time, and uh, how, how does it, how are rehearsals work? Who's there to say, that's that's it, you've got it, or maybe you could tweak this, or do that how does that work well we got i was just asked by my dad like at my house but he <laughs> sent an email to everyone that he wanted to be involved just like artists that he knew from the past and like from northfield choirs and his friends that he performs with um and then everyone like requested songs and he put together the set list and then from there it's basically like an individual thing so me and iris have just and practicing uh, together and like in my room. They're both smiling when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what that means. <laughs> um, well, it was mostly just the one practice. It sounds like it's fun. Like yes, it's, a, yeah. it's a joy to, it to is come fun. together. We just I think we work well together. <laughs> I think so too. Mm -hmm. Something always comes together when we play. Um, but yeah, we're basically just going off what we think sounds the best for the moment. Um, and then there's also like sound check tomorrow morning before, which will be helpful. Mm -hmm. But so you I can think understand what the room is and the layout of the stage yeah. and how you come on and off. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But it's just basically each group figures it out, and then we all come together and see what goes down. What and hopefully it's good. What were some of the challenges in doing uh, an iconic singer and his song? And, you know, he's obviously a male voice and you have female voice. How does that figure into any adjustments that you've made to the song or ways that, you know, he kind of has this, I don't know, grittiness too as as well that, that is hard to mimic. So what have, you, have your challenges been within preparing these songs? For me, I haven't had really a rehearsal space because I'm living in a dorm with a roommate. Um, <laughs> that does make a challenge. Yeah, but other than that, I feel like I already have sort of a lower voice, so it's I never had to adjust the key or anything, which was nice, but the guitar parts are can be a little bit confusing and a little bit difficult, but other than that, yeah, I didn't have to tweak that much. And you're playing, uh, both of you are, are playing guitar tonight? Yep. Okay. I'm sorry, we got the sun, like this is like a, such a, uh, there's a few times of year where the sun angle just spotlights you, so thank <laughs> you for putting up with this. It's hard for the folks listening to the radio to know that, but <laughs> Kristen, tell us a little more about um, how this, this whole idea came together. Well, this is really, you know, I met Ray actually back, I think when they did the Springsteen uh, yes. show for NFAB and yes. that's how I kind of first heard about um, Northfield Fine Arts Boosters and then really got to meet Ray through that and at the time I was working at the Paradise Center for the Arts and so started connecting with Ray on shows there and so it's been a really cool relationship to see the music he's done and the support mm -hmm. and he I did get the update so this will be the fifth um, one so fifth. I laughed the one I forgot about was the um one hit wonder show so they've done this this is the fifth one they did the springsteen and then tom petty then the one hit wonder last year's john prine and then now we've got neil young and it's you know i'm old so comparatively i remember neil young back to the farm aid days because he's i think he's yes. still on the farm aid yeah he's um, performing yeah. and uh, out there doing new albums and doing amazing things and yeah it's so astounding. all the way back with that those groups of folks because i'm from you know rural minnesota so that was a kind of a big deal when that came out when we were, you know, the farmers were dealing with the drought and back mm -hmm. then in the 80s and again. Yeah, so. that's, uh, that was um, like kind of a, a you know, aid for the U.S., something yeah. people hadn't really put together that uh, we might need some help. And it was just it was a beautiful time. Yeah. And music brought it brought it uh, everybody to be on the same page about something. And I think that's, you know, what this can do, too. And I think, you know, with Neil Young's music that a lot of people don't realize is, I don't know, I, I had seen it someplace, I think it's like the grandfather of grunge, because he's played with Pearl Jam, and he's, the, like, he's this, got this folk kind of cool rock voice, but he's also spanned some other genres, and obviously decades, and I just, I've, I think it's really cool when you have artists with staying power that are still doing what they love, I think it's a great kind of... Uh, I don't know, not sign, but something for those of us who who love art that you can do it forever. <laughs> That's right. Yes, and and this what a better way to sort of highlight that and give something that everybody can connect to. And I, I, it's it's a really beautiful show. I want to mention that that is happening Saturday, the 18th of November, 2023, from six to 10 at the Armory Square Event Center. And it is that located right on Division Street, 519 Division Street in Northfield. Tickets are, as you mentioned, at the door, but everyone's welcome. Suggested donation of $15. But that means that you can go up 
and if you can't go give what you can absolutely so I, I love that idea so that you're not uh you can be open your wallet you can even go back after you listen to a few of the songs and <laughs> donate a few more dollars yeah definitely want to give a shout out and thanks to the armories for event center they have hosted this for us for several years and we just really appreciate that space and their willingness to support us through that too there's the musicians but without the space and the people doing sound and all that stuff in the background the show wouldn't happen either mm-hmm and have you, um, either of you, known uh, some of the other artists that are going to be performing tonight? Yeah. Um, so Caroline Bryce, one of like my closest friends, and she's she's an amazing visual artist, and then she has like a very beautiful voice, and she's very passionate about guitar, especially from last year to this year. She's grown so much and started taking lessons, so I'm excited to see um, her performance with Emmett Nori, who's also extremely passionate about music. Oh, those are great. I, I know those voices and, and names as well. So that's exciting to see that they'll be doing a duet uh, I, or separate. They're playing together. I'm not sure how okay. it's going to go, well, but we'll see. Something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. And then Ingrid Rustad and Linda Perez. Um, they're both in choir. Yeah, they're Ingrid's my neighbor. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> great, and I work with Linda at Hogan Brothers. Um, she's just she's a great person as well, and I think they're playing with a piano accompaniment, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be awesome. And then we both worked with Craig Wozner on Rock and Roll Revival. Oh, another name in this town that when you say music, uh, he his name comes up, and he has uh, just connections and talent and uh, a whole uh, amazing ability to bring to life uh, incredible songs and music. So uh, I'm trying to think of, you You both brought your guitars here, and so um, we are going to get ready for that. Um, let's just talk a little bit about um, how important this particular um, concert is to the Northfield Fine Arts Boosters and how that works. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so Kristen. we um, we actually are a grant issuing organization. So having been on the other side of fundraising for most <laughs> of my career, I have to say it's really fun to get to give away money. Right. Of course, we have to ask for money, so we have money to give away. But that's primarily what we do: is uh, teachers can submit grants. We have a grant process that you do online and then the board reviews the grants. We used to do it twice a year, but COVID kind of tripped all that up. And so now we generally review them on a monthly basis because sometimes teachers may not know that they need something or by the time we would wait to review it, maybe that event has passed. So for instance, the middle schoolers are going to, choir is going to go to Peter Pan. So that was a grant that we reviewed this fall and approved so that they can do that coming up in December because it's really an important and awesome thing to get to see a production like that live. So we raise money and then we give it away. It's kind of our mission is to support those arts here in the community. Well, I think that's really incredible because I, I know people have heard that they're, you know, teachers are passionate about what they're doing and passionate about, um, you know, giving opportunities to students and uh, always being inventive with their cu curriculum and coming up with different ideas. And it's uh, something that a lot of times teachers had, you know, pulled out of their own pocket, right? And, uh, you know, sometimes there's, um, you know, just not opportunities for uh, them to be able to do what they they want and this gives them that ability to say 
I wonder what would happen if or I'm really excited about this and I need some support to make this happen. And so um, that is something that um, and instead of having the teachers pull out of their own pocket or, you know, decide not to do it, NFAB gives Northfield Fine Arts Boosters gives that opportunity for teachers. And it's it's a like you said, the teachers have to put together a grant. So, so it's, it's an application that's available on your website. Yes. So they can do that. So it's Northfield Public Schools. Um, so as I said, we've, we've actually supported um, some visual arts programs for the Alternative Learning Center, as well as all of the elementary schools, the middle school, and the high school. So it's available to kind of support any of our public school students here in Northfield. And um, Northfield, F-A-B. Yes. FineArtsBoosters.org is the website. Yes. And you also have a great Facebook page. We do. So we definitely encourage people to like us there. We post all the upcoming shows and that we, we hear about. I mean, we're all of their parents or grandparents it's an all-volunteer board so it's 100% volunteers people giving their time to support our kids and our teachers and especially with budget cuts it's a really important time for these grants and the teachers definitely need them and if someone is thinking oh darn it I'd love to support them but I can't come to the concert uh, how can they do that so you can go right on either the website the uh, or our Facebook page, and there's a way to just give right online year-round. We just had Give to the Max Day, which was yesterday, but we do we use Give Men, so you can give anytime, any point, and we really encourage folks to do that, whether it's, you know, to just give what you're able, because every little bit helps. Yeah, and I think, you know, what I'm so appreciative of are those experiences that you're giving kids, you know, where they can... Um, either have a tool in the classroom or take a, uh, you know, pay for, help pay for the bus so they can go to a professional show or maybe meet with someone who is doing uh, as a living something that they are inspired to do. And uh, those, those enrichment opportunities can really change someone's life. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, arts were a huge thing for me in high school and here I am, you know, a lot of years later wanting to be part of that because for my own kids that's what they're engaged in that's been their connecting piece for them in high school so the fact that we can support them and just the stories here from Marin and Iris tell you what having a good arts can do for young people a lot of us don't discover that artistic piece till we get older and so the fact that our schools have such depth of art programs I think is really important absolutely and it looks like you guys have your guitars out you're ready to go i don't have your mics on so let me turn those on do you want to introduce a little bit and this is going to be a little challenging because we've only got one mic and a uh, guitar and a voice so we'll um yeah do, do you want to use both mics over there um who's gonna who's gonna be doing vocals Okay, so we'll have that with Mark. And tell us what the song you're going to be doing. We'll listen to a little bit of it for us. Um, so it's be Harvest Moon. Um, we had to adjust it, the key and stuff, because I don't have a super deep voice. Um, so we'll try to do it as much justice as we can. Well, we appreciate you bringing the live music to Arts Any Radio. So here we are. Folks, this is Iris Armalink and Marin Kudre on Arts Any Radio.
Come a little bit closer Hear what I have to say Just like children sleeping We could dream this night away There's a full moon rising Let's go dancing in the light Now where the music's playing Let's go out and feel the night Because I'm still in love with you I want to see you dance again Because I'm still in love with you On this harvest moon gosh oh. oh I'm just in awe that was incredible and very difficult guitar music as you said your voice is absolutely glorious I cannot wait to hear in that uh, big venue and uh, wonderful yeah so and this is just a little sampling and it like we said it's so amazing we've got high school college all ages performing a variety of songs and so tomorrow night's do you know how many acts there are or how many different uh, performers there's there be? 30 musicians and 37 songs wow 30 musicians 37 songs i just think about that folks that is, is for 15 dollars suggested donation there's no no way that's just impossible <laughs> you would pay a lot for that ticket if you were going someplace else <laughs> Yes, yeah, so tomorrow evening, uh, doors open at 5.45 p.m. The music starts at 6.15 p.m. So come for all of it. Come for a little bit. Great evening. And there will be uh, drinks. and Yes, so the Armory will have drinks available. Their bar will be open, so probably some snacks. So Plus, you've always got that food truck next door. So lots of things to, to do in the area. And come listen to great music and celebrate this fall time with meals music exactly and give uh, generously and uh, support if, if and even if you just come just to um, applaud the musicians for donating their time and for being a part of this show and uh, maybe take a little trip down memory lane for all the Neil Young fans out there or even if you don't think you know a Neil Young song I bet there'll be one that you'll be like oh my gosh I, I forgot that was his song and uh, just to have a great time absolutely Anything else you'd like to share? It's just such a, why, why should people come? What are your thoughts on that? I'll give Myra, Marin and Iris the last word here. Um, just because there's a lot of great musicians. Um, and it was a big good time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How about for you, Iris? I think that music brings people together. And I think right now there's just like a lot of bad things happening in the world. And I think if we have music and we have good things I think we can make a lot of change in the world. Yeah. So I think it's important to support our musicians and our artists because 
everything is art. I couldn't have said that better. That's incredible. Let's let's close on that. Thank you to Kristen Twitchell from the Northfield Arts Northfield Fine Arts Booster and um, a member of the board. You can get all that information at um, northfieldfab.org. And thank you to Iris Armalink and Maren Coudre for the beautiful song and all of your words and support for uh, musicians in our community. Appreciate you all being here. Folks, we're going to switch out the studio because we have another segment to talk about here on Arts A&E Radio. We're going to go ahead and um, play a little brass music because we're bringing up the Vintage Band Festival. This is a tune from um, the Sheldon Theater Brass Band. They are performing at First United Church of Christ on Sunday the 26th of November at 2 p.m. And that is... Um, right downtown Northfield on 300 Union Street. And this is their holiday brass concert. And the piece that we're going to be playing is Believe Me If All Those in... Oh, this is a long title. Believe Me If All Those Endearing Young Charms. And so let me go ahead and cue up the video here, and we'll get that playing for you. Uh, There we go. Missed it just by a second. There we go. Okay, folks, we're going to switch out the studio, and we'll be right back on Arts Andy Radio. folks that was again the Sheldon Brass Band and that was featuring on Euphonium Dr. Brian Borowski and Dr. Glenn Newton we thank them for uh, being a part of that great organization I just got a note today that said um, from the Vintage Band Festival that the Sheldon Theater Brass Band has performed at all of the Vintage Band Festival shows has already 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And so they are well-known in this community. That concert is Sunday the 26th at 2 p.m. at First UCC. They're also going to be in Red Wing at the Sheldon Theater on Saturday the 25th. You can get information at um, their website, which is... Oh, where did I put that? Hmm. Well, uh, there it is. SheldonTheaterBrassBand.org. Easy enough to remember. Now we're switching over and welcoming folks from the Vintage Band Festival. I want to welcome to the studio uh, my wonderful guest here today, Paul Nemisto, who is uh, a regular. You've been here uh, quite a bit. You have a busy fall. Yet again. (laughs) It's a delight. Thank you for being here. And Jan Stevens is here to talk about the uh, Vintage Band Festival Fund, which we'll get to in just a minute. And then uh, Phil Peterson is a euphonium player in the uh, Vintage uh, Band Festival and in the... um, Tuba Christmas. Yeah, Tuba Christmas, exactly. Phil is is a... Very generous and talented organizer. He's done a lot of music uh, music leadership in the community in terms of things like the Fifty North Band, and he's helped helps he's helped the CVRO when we put together the Hunt Messiah because he's also a, a brilliant tenor voice, and he's, <laughs> he's multi talented. Got all his buddies to come over, along to to sing with with us. And now this event is the Tuba Christmas. I understand this is the 50th year of the world celebrating all things um, with Tuba Christmas, which is very exciting. This is happening on Saturday, December 2nd at 3 p.m. at Skinner Memorial Chapel on the Carleton College campus. And what do you love about it? Well, what I especially love is uh, a chance to do music with a, a lot of other like-minded musicians uh, who play tuba, the low part of the band, mm-hmm. and euphoniums and baritones, which are uh, play in the trombone range, but it's a much sweeter sound, of course. And uh, we uh, play arrange- arrangements of Christmas carols, <laughs> Christmas songs that are in four parts, and it is a sound like no other. And uh, it's a great visual experience as well. If you've uh, never seen a tuba player uh, and a tuba lighted up for Christmas, uh, this is the time to come. I would say those tuba players get really excited about the season, and it is quite glorious to see everybody on stage festive and uh, in the spirit. It's a free event, too. I think it's great for uh, people of all ages, children, uh, and the players love to talk to people before and afterwards, photo opportunities, uh, as well as the music itself, and also to speak with the director, and that's something you can't do when you go to Orchestra Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not normally, that's true. Um, There's two two sets of ears that we're going to talk to this morning about this. One of them are those who've been there before, and we just want to remind you to come back. Mm -hmm. We had a little gap during the COVID crisis, and we were back again, and it's it's uh, it's roaring. We had a really great time last year. The other pairs of ears I want to reach are those who have never been to it before and are looking for something to do on December 2nd to the afternoon on a Saturday. And uh, that would, those are the people that we want to make sure that are hearing this and say, and bring your kids, big grandma, everybody's going to have a good time. We want to thank, by the way, uh, Carlton College for providing Skinner for us for this because it needs to be a certain size of uh, space, and this actually works beautifully for us. How many tubas do you typically get at this? Somewhere between 75 and 100. Exactly what, oh my goodness. It, it w- fills up the whole front area of the, of the chapel. And it is a beautiful sound. It is, I was there last year and really enjoyed the, 
experience and just it just left you just with a great uh, happiness and a uh, sense of the, the spirit of the, of the season, and it's just a wonderful time. Thanks. And we're, we're looking forward to seeing lots of people again. And, and for tuba players that want to play, it's for all ages and experiences. Yes, uh, there, there is a $10 fee for registration. So when registration starts at 12. And that's just for the players. The for audience the players, is free. Yeah, for uh, attendees, the audience mm-hmm. can come just to, for the 3 o'clock performance. But if somebody wants to participate should come between 12 and 1. We rehearse starting at 1. Uh, and all comers are welcome. No audition. It's uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, arrangements of uh, Christmas songs and uh, it's, it's just a great experience musically and personally. Mm-hmm. We don't have any uh, extra copies of the sh- of the music on hand. There are two, actually three versions of it that are out there. One of them is the regular size, which is like sort of like hymn book size uh, in standard bass clef. There is also a treble clef version for those who are more inclined to want that. And there's also now a large print Eight and a half mm. by eleven size for those of us who are visually challenged by our age. <laughs> <coughs> so those are all, those three are all available. We don't have them in stock, but if you go to MaryTubaChristmas.com on the on the internet, you can, there's still time to order one. They will you'll get to you in time. Perfect, folks. I hope everybody shows up for that. But we're also here to talk about another big opportunity for music lovers. And Jan is here to help us with that. Tell us a little bit about the uh, Vintage Band Fund. Well, I want to say one more thing about Tuba Christmas. Of course you can. One of the really fun things to see, we usually have at least one three-generation family playing. And that is pretty incredible. And it's so much fun to see these very young children pulling these giant (laughs) instruments with wheels. I mean, I can't... It's, there are so many photo opportunities <laughs> just for that to see it. And then many high school groups come. Um, it, it's just there are so many groups. People come from quite a distance. That was surprising to me. I think that's one of the questions of gets asked, where did you come from? And to hear where people traveled yes. to get to uh, the event is, well, is a joy. Some people like to do so many, as many as they can each year. I believe there oh. are 10 in Minnesota this year. So some Coach people try to hit them all. I think not all, but as many as they can. There, And then you get a pin if you play. Oh. You get a pin. So people wear these pins also. So, so that's, ah. there are just so many, um, so many layers to that's this. That's an that inside scoop I didn't know. <laughs> makes it a lot of extra fun. Yeah. Well, the, the Vintage Man Festival has been around for nearly 20 years. And I personally want it to continue. I just think it's one of the most wonderful things we do here in Northfield. And it's great pleasure for me when people tell me how much they enjoy it. And that is usually during the summertime. It's August, traditionally, sometimes July? It's traditionally the last Saturday in July. Sure. And then, again, traditionally every third year, we have a four-day international one. Now, of course, COVID wrecked that briefly. But um, our next four-day one is going to be in 2026. We're going to skip a year of doing it every three years. But this summer, it will be July 27th in 2024. Put that on your calendars now. People do. People (laughs) do. People are always asking me. I have to keep keep a note to myself so that I can give people the right date. Now, I worked on getting our 501c3 
C3 status. And I was the first board president. And I just, I have so much fun with this board. We have had the most incredible um, board. That we have so much fun when we meet and working on this. And so that's one of the, the benefits of being a, a volunteer in this town. There are so many great people mm-hmm. <laughs> that you get to work with. And I have ignited a Vintage Band Festival Fund to be managed by the Northfield Foundation, Northfield Shares, by donating $25,000 myself to get it started. The Winker Family Foundation was our original and largest private funder, and they are closing down the Family Foundation now. Oh, that's, that happened last year, yes. Yes, and they gave us $20,000, which the board has added to this fund. So we are starting this fund out with $45,000. What a great and start. It's just, well, it's so thrilling. Um, it's well, absolutely thrilling to get this to continue. Mm. I just, uh, the, everything about it um, is, is a great delight for me personally. Now, we encourage our generous donors otherwise to add to this fund now or in future fiscal plans. And we want to do this so we can keep this going on as far in the future as possible. The Vintage Man Festival is free to all. Talk about accessibility. We know what people are spending on Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> and you don't have to let that worry you. This is, this is free. And it showcases our town, which, you know, this is, this is Music City in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then it also delights all ethnicities and ages. We have people of every age to watch in um, front of the stage, to watch people of every age from toddler to 80s, and every ethnicity dance in front of the stage together is just pure joy. Mm-hmm. And then it also fills our restaurants and bars and our hotels. So this, this just adds, it adds even more to Northfield. We've been very lucky with the weather in the past few years. We've had sprinkles. I know. I <laughs> We're all knocking on the too. table. <laughs> I always knock on wood. We've been incredibly lucky with our weather because we had a few showers once. We do have backup planning. Thanks. I mean, it's, it's wonderful that we have this backup uh, arranged. People have been very good about that. The school district, et cetera. So we have a lot of community support in just about every way from the city, from, from everyone. Well, and as you mentioned, that this is a program, the Vintage Band Festival, that is free to attend, but it's not necessarily free to operate. And that's the kind no. of what you're trying to exactly. ensure that this happens and that it continues to get bigger and stronger and uh, more beloved. Yes. Well, our, our big, um, our big four-day programs in the past, and of course, we've had a lot of inflation now. In the past, those programs have cost $125,000 or more. And these one-day ones cost around 20000 And we have to continue to keep this money because things are not going to be costing less. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to know that it's successful and people can start making plans, the bands that's going to be around, and we can start booking our dates and getting it on our calendar. So then we get to experience even more music and more um, you know, bands maybe from farther away and, and, oh. and different styles, and that's what I love about it. Oh, I do too. All the different styles, no matter what kind of music you like. And I mean, everybody loves a brass band. I don't think, I, I feel very comfortable saying that. <laughs> and, um, uh, it's, it's just such a joy. And 
to sit there on Bridge Square and with who? the river going by and the clouds floating by. It's it's splendid. And who are the ears that we're talking to now, Jen? I think we're talking to people maybe who are coming to the end of their fiscal year personally and maybe are looking at a way to divest themselves of a few dollars to reduce their tax impediment <laughs> in January. That's That would be group one. Yes, and so if those people are interested, where do they go to make a donation? To uh, Do they need to contact Northfield Shares, or is this something that they can get information at the um, vintagebandfestival.org website? We will be able to provide that information. Okay. Yeah, at vintagebandfestival.org, mm -hmm. yes. And the second group, it's a little more long long range, but those of you who are looking as you come to your your uh, sort of uh, salad years at the, in the in the end when you're trying to plan your 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 own personal legacy and how you want to be remembered when you're no longer with us, uh, consider this institution, this wonderful thing that we have made to be a source for your generosity. Uh, it would be something that would uh, that would put your name attached to what's going on in our in our city, and that's a big thing. Yeah, so this is more than just you know uh, contributing dollars. This this would be something that um, will last a lot longer, and and help more dollars and dollars and dollars and dollars. Yeah, and help more people experience this great treasure that we have here. Right. Music is now known. I mean, we we have uh, research that shows that music helps people at every age in so many things. Mm -hmm. My children are all multilingual, and the only reason. I can figure that out is because of Suzuki violin. <laughs> and, I mean, I, they certainly didn't get it from their father or from myself. And uh, there's so much that music does to contribute to emotionally, to contribute everything. And we need to support um, high school, well, s public school music. We need to support all of this mm -hmm. because of the joy. And people can continue to be playing these instruments well into their older years. That is true. Phil, the, what, oh, did you uh, want to jump in, Phil? I'll, I'll just, just shortly. Uh, one of the reasons why we moved the uh, big festival to 2026, actually there's two reasons. One of them is 2026 is in fact our 20th anniversary. So oh. it's also a particularly good occasion for taking note and also for considering how you are supporting it. The second reason is that uh, 2026 is also the is it 275th or 250th, I think it's 250th, uh, 250th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yes, I saw that word, which I'm not going to be able to. It's, it's, uh, was it uh, Demi Hemis? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and we, are, <laughs> we, are, yes, we are aggressively <laughs> planning to have a uh, solid representation from uh, historical and military musical ensembles to help us celebrate that. And that gives you another uh, extra opportunity to, to you know, put some time into uh, making that program happen. But it does mean that there'll be the one-day festival in, the, in between years. Yes, so yes. Folks, every year. And so there'll be opportunities to have that experience and then the grand... Yeah. At, from public demand, we do it every year. That is right. It does. It makes a difference. It keeps us in in, in um, our you know sites to yeah. keep connected. I was to sorry to interrupt, Phil. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I wanted to hear about Phil and, and his experiences, with, with why, why you love the Vintage Band Festival and um, supporting that matters. Well, I'm, uh, I, I played uh, uniform or baritone in high school and, and uh, did not play for some, well, perhaps decades, many decades, until I retired and moved here and took it up again. Uh, and uh, that, that's been uh, really great. Uh, and I have an appreciation for all kinds of music, uh, choral and instrumental and orchestral. And I love to hear the bands because I, I can visualize the scores they're playing. Uh, mm. I appreciate hearing my instrument played very well, which many of the bands do, uh, much better than, than I do. And uh, as Jan said, we get the diversity. Uh, it was such a moment uh, last summer when that pipe band came parading down <laughs> through the audience and up to the stage. Uh, how often are you going to experience that? And That's then we right. have the New Orleans style uh, jazz bands, Dixieland bands. Uh, and uh, I also particularly like the mariachis. Uh, That's a style that uh, we, you don't often get to hear. Uh, for free on a on a nice uh, afternoon uh, or evening, so uh, all of those things uh, go into that, and it's just great to see people that you know there. Yeah, well, I want to thank you, Jan, for starting off this fund, for investing in the future, for you know being uh, the one to take the lead on making sure that this is a, a, an event that happens for years and decades, and I don't know, maybe they'll get to their two hundred and fiftieth. <laughs> anniversary <laughs> that would be pretty spectacular um, again remind people how they can get involved well you can get involved Paul knows I don't have right at the tip of my tongue the well, there's a there's a reference to this whole program on vintagebandfestival.org which is our home site there's also a vintage band festival um, um, Facebook site oh perfect you can do a message there and, and, and you can get in touch with any of the and great players in town that yeah, would direct and, uh, you to. And both those places also have phone numbers that you can call somebody. Call Dan Bergeson, the president, or call me or call Jan. Yes. We, that would be a wonderful thing to see our community come together to support this. Thank you for being here today. Oh, wonderful. It's been a, a pleasure. I want to thank my guests, Paul Nemisto, Jan Stevens, and Phil Peterson for talking about this important uh, experience in Northfield that only happens in Northfield. Well, I have one other thing. Um, the Chamber of Commerce has an after-hour event on Tuesday, November 28th, and it's going to be from 4.30 to 6 at Ruth's on Stafford in Dundas. And we're going to have um, wine and beer and sparkling water with a cold appetizer and classical music by Randall Ferguson. Mm. So you'll be able to come and you can ask your questions there. Uh, you can donate money there. But your presence will be warmly welcomed. And um, it's sponsored by the Chamber of Commerce for chamber members. But many, many people in this town are Chamber of Commerce members. Perfect. What a great way to launch that and get your questions asked. Folks, this is Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination. I thank you so much for being here today, for listening, for being a part of the show, and I hope that you find some music this week and that you, of course, always remember to add some Art Zaney to your life. And in the meantime, till next time, enjoy your imagination. You've been listening to Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist. Art Zany is brought to you each week by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault.
Connect and experience art at the Northfield Arts Guild. Visit our galleries, arts festival, and take in a performance at our theater featuring a full season of dramas, comedies, and musicals. The Guild's gift shop showcases unique art from over 100 local and regional member artists. Come enjoy music from the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra or the 411 Concert Series. We invite you to explore your creativity in one of our classes. All are welcome at the Northfield Arts Guild. To learn how you can be a part, visit northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877. Thomas Gardens and Fair.